What's up, everybody? It is Talking Baseball. We are three weeks into the season. We've got some more fun, some more people climbing up the homer board. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out with us for a little bit as we recap the series that were this week. I am Jimmy. He is Jake. That one is Big Baby David. And we're coming to you live from the Roosevelt's studios here in the Bronx. RSVLTS.com slash John Boy gets you there. Jake, how you doing today? I'm good, James. I like when you say producer BBD behind the plate. Some good say, baseball stuff. Uh, commenter gave me that. I didn't yeah? make it up. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna, thanks for the comment. Because I wanted to just say over there because I thought it was funny. Right. And then it said behind the plate's good. Some good, easy baseball yeah. stuff. Uh, we are live from the Roosevelt Studio. I think I'm going Roosevelt Tat. I've been looking at myself in the TV, and I just don't like what I'm putting out right now. Why do you have the top button done? I don't know. You know, sometimes you got to take a chance. I think you've been top buttoning a lot, but ironically, <laughs> right? You're kind of that needs to be undone. That's not the top button. It looks sloppy sometimes. I don't know. We'll deal with it as it goes. I'm doing well, Jim, and I think my biggest thing, and not because it's face not what looks we, nice. You shaved. I shaved, so that's huge for for the viewers. Uh, you sent a review today, which was like a perfect. You were like, "This is the perfect review. This yes. is exactly what we're going for." Uh, so thank you for the reviews, and I think. Why I'm excited, Jim, is I have some takes today that aren't, like, first take stuff. That's not, like, hot gossipy stuff. But it's stuff that I'm actually starting to believe in in this young baseball season. Mm. Like you said, we're, we've hit kind of the three-week point. So that's, what, three out of ten weeks? Something like that? Something like that. This, uh, the review was from Sweatpants00. So thank you very much to Sweatpants, which is something that I say often. Right. Huge fan of Sweatpants, always has been. Holy no, every now and then I go look at the reviews, and then I saw this one. I was like, this guy kind of nailed exactly what we're going for. Just positive vibes. So I sent it to our investors, sweatpants. No hot takes. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> leave a good review, and we'll send it to our investors. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing good. We, uh, Man, it's just funny going through the series. Like, you know, baseball moves so quick, so looking back at a couple Monday games, it's like, ah. The week, the weekday... The Friday show is a little trickier than the Monday show in terms of reviewing it because we've had some games that happened yesterday that don't pertain to this episode. Right. And a lot happens. Monday feels like a long time ago. Feel like making but love. Yeah. I mean, do we just want to get right into it? I think so. There's, I not, there's not any great news. We did the suspensions with Trev. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you tuned into every episode this week, it was our yeah. first five for five week. Series recap Monday, Rob Lowe and Matthew Lowe Tuesday, Trevor's Tidbits, which we heard about the suspensions live, which was really cool. That was cool. Wednesday, and then uh, owner of the Brewers, Mark Adonacio, on Thursday. And now today. So if you're with us every single day of the week, that's a lot of content. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah, let's just run to it, man. Let's. Uh, I probably have some patrons, but I didn't prep those yet. I love it. Let's talk baseball. Let's just go in. You got the East Coast, right? I've got the East region. The East region. I guess I'm calling it that. Well, let me know what happened. Here we go. 
Let me start out with my Atlanta Braves versus my New York Yankees. Jim, a little two-gamer, a little casual. Atlanta did lose to Philly on Monday night, which we didn't talk about, so a little extra twist of the knife there. Yankees take both games. Jordan Montgomery looks solid. Good bounce back start for him. Tukey Toussaint gets Tukey to rocked against the Yankees. Uh, Braves do fight in this game, which made the Yankees use some of their good bullpen guys. As Yankee fans, we got a little nervous. That would come back to bite them. Spoiler, it did not. Tanaka looks solid. Clint, Clint Frazier, the lightning rod. He gets his first game up. He has a big day. And I think Zach Britton deserves to be noted. He's having a really nice year so far. He's leading the league in saves. So Yankees take both of those games. Tampa Bay at Boston. Tampa Bay takes the first one, a close game, 8-7. Kiermaier and Margot go off. <laughs> Normally defensive-minded outfielders. They have a big day. Tampa Bay, most importantly, wins that game. They keep rolling, and they got to face the Red Sox pitching for the rest of the series. 8-2-9-5-17-8 to finish. Brousseau had a leadoff homer in the second game. Renfro and Yandy hit a couple. They followed that up the final game with some. Snell, five shutout. He's dominated the Red Sox. I uh, looked at his his lifetime Red Sox numbers are silly. Tampa has now won six in a row, I believe. The Rays are getting it going, and the Red Sox help with that. Baltimore at Philly. Again, that Philly team beat the Braves on Monday. We didn't get to talk about that. But then Baltimore sweeps, Jim. 10-9 the first game is one of the craziest games of this baseball season. Austin Hayes with an inside-the-park homer in extras to help give Baltimore the lead. There was a missed pop-up that kept Baltimore in this game, and then Philly fought back. Insane game. And then, dude, Baltimore just keeps winning. Like, they were down in this final game. Uh, Rio Ruiz hits a homer, which... We'll circle back on Laughed that. Laughed pretty out loud when I saw that. He but uh, Baltimore with a sweep, man. Double-digit runs in two of these games. Offense is doing things. Miami at the Buffalo Blue Jays. We're up in Buffalo. Travis Shaw, Jim, he's having a good year for them. Found that out. He hits the, uh, the winner, 5-4 in the first game. And then another <laughs> insane game, 14-11 Miami. They went up 8-0 in this game. Toronto slash Buffalo fought back. Pearson versus Yamamoto, my guys. Bo Bichette goes 5-for-5 five five in this one. Miami gets the win, 14-11. My word. Washington at the Mets. Nats take the first two. Ass Crabs and Soto go off in game one to help put up 16 runs, 16-4. Corbin gets another win. And then Scherzer outduels Purcello, 2-1 in that game. And it's like, okay, this was our sweep series. Get it going. The Mets put their foot down. And make us half sad slash happy for the Mets. Alonzo and Dom Smith with a big game. They win 11-6. And then they take the final game 8-2. So they end up splitting the four-gamer. And that's what's going on on the Beast Coast. Woo! In those divisions, you have the Marlins still technically in first place. The Braves have the most amount of wins. And those are the only two teams above 500. And on the AL... Yankees and Rays both have 12 wins. Rays have more losses. So the Yankees have the better winning percentage as of now. But the Rays are coming. More more so the Red Sox are Stinks. awful on purpose. Like, yes. Awful on purpose. I don't, I don't want to give them credit for being bad. Okay. Like, there's no joy. They're taking away our joy. Like, kind of. Like, they are trying to lose. Yes. I think it's the most obvious tank job in a while. A like little the bit. the pitchers that they're running out, 
their probable starters for the next four games are all to be determined, to be determined, to be determined. And Nate Evaldi. Um. Like, even the Marlins <laughs> had, like, some young arms that they were showcasing or, like, you know, Caleb Smith's been rolling out there. And er, and I think the the one that Carabas was getting hot about was Brian Johnson, a guy we saw pitch a couple good games in, in history for the Red Sox, and they end up just, like, releasing him. And it's Well, like, same with they it, sent down, what was that guy's name, Singer or Sings or – like the whole, he had a good outing at right. the pen, so they sent him down, and they kept up Weber and yeah. some other dude, Maza, or, or I don't know. And it's like, what? Yeah, and it's, hey, uh, you know, the, the lineup is still there. I mean, they had a couple nice days, but the pitching is world-class bad. And, uh, yeah, hey, if you're a Sox fan, hey, you probably don't like listening to us talk anyways because we are Yankee fans. But if there's a year to tank, and this was, you know, I – I always count out a Boston team until they're counted out. But if there was a good year to tank with a new GM, a guy from what Tampa. What did you just say? You always count them in? Always count them in until they're out. Okay. Okay. You meant to drop a never right. somewhere in that sense. Right, right, right. I said it silently. And then, oh, my, yeah, bad. that's my bad. My bad for the podcast <laughs> and the YouTube crew, who I also didn't mouth it for. And BBD and I. I tweeted it out a couple weeks ago. Maybe I'll give myself the retweet. That's always a good feeling. Uh the Red Sox haven't had a top six pick in like forty five years or something like that. I, I understand the tank. I'm just saying it's it's very obvious. Like the Rays, what they did, it's cool. They jump started their whole offense, but it's almost like the Yankees have four games against them. Yeah, and almost it's sweep or you're or you're bad. Yeah, I mean the Red Sox are getting the Red Sox are getting close to you. Almost can't put guys opposing them on. And if you don't them. score five, yes. But I just threw one yeah. guy No, it's okay. And I, I like the conversation around it, so that's fine. But, yeah, no, I mean, the, the Yankees, like, if you're in a slump and you get to face the Red Sox, and even if you're not in a slump, I mean, you're almost excited. I'm interested to see if there's a post – okay, this is getting mean Yankees. I'm interested to see if there's a post-Red Sox effect where they guys play them, they get hot, and then they face real pitching the next series, and it's tough, almost like a Coors effect with the Red Sox. So that's a new theory I'm watching this year. Their pitching stinks. Um, you know, as Yankee fans, we're excited to see them this Yankee this series. Hopefully, Glaber gets going and Gary gets going. Hopefully, they can spark the offense. If you don't score five runs or more on the Red Sox pitching staff, like that's that's on you. At this a little point. bit, a little bit. I wonder what they're averaging. Yanks took two against the Braves. I think uh, the biggest thing, and I guess we we might as well get all this out of the way as we just put the Red Sox on there. Yankee fans are feeling good right now. Like the in the second game of this series, the Yankees went down two nothing. They tied it up at twos, back to back homers, Gary and Clint. And you know we were live for it, and we're not saying this in a peacocky way, but like, I don't. It it very much felt like the Yankees were in control. Like their offense just looks really good right now. Even with the stars out in that series, Judge. Since the second game, we're waiting on updates on him. Stanton is out. And Acuna and Albies were out for the Braves, but that didn't stop Peter Moylan from owing me a dinner next time he's in New York City, so whatever. But uh, Yankees are feeling good, and with the Red Sox coming, they're feeling hot. And, uh, you know, it's all going to lead up to this is their biggest homestand. They welcome the Rays next Monday or next Tuesday, and that, uh, that should be fun if the Rays stay hot as well. Should be. I did the math. 5.5 runs allowed is what the Red Sox are averaging a game. 
which would be the best offense in baseball. Yeah. I believe. Or it would be the best offense in the AL, I believe. Yeah. So, a lot so, of pressure on the Yanks to beat the Red Sox. Yeah, might be some big numbers in the Bronx. Zero pressure on the Red Sox because they're trying to be bad. Dude, Orioles, bro. The Orioles are a huge story right now. Dude, it's kind of cool. Highest batting average in the American League. And, Jim, they did this last night, and this is we, we don't have the best way to put it into words, but they're, they're winning games. <laughs> I know that sounds dumb. But they were losing to the Phillies. You expect them to grab, like, one a week. Like a win, and we, a team walks away and says, oh, shit, right. Orioles beat us. They're doing it like three times a week, and they're not funny business. They're like yesterday's the, team. yesterday's the best example. They took the first two against Philly in games they went out and won, and then Philly gets an early lead on them, and it's like, okay, getaway day. You've already won the series. No, they go foot to the throat. They come back and take the lead, and then they put up an 11 spot. Like, they're silly. Some of their hitting numbers are insane. Real Reese. No comment. Go check out the the Homer draft on the Talking Baseball pregame show. I mean, the Phillies are also bad. Yeah, they're starting to hit a very scary territory. They called up Alec Bohm, the big prospect for him. He gets a double in his first at bat. But, I mean, it's kind of coming back to what we said. It just doesn't seem like they have the pitching horses. They're allowing six runs a game. Average. There you go. I mean, Worse than the Red Sox. If it's not... And And they're trying. I wonder if, if you take out... The Nola starts, like my word, because he's still been awesome. For you them. want me to take out the Nola starts? If you want, I mean, if it, if it feels I'm not doing. I wasn't doing earned runs. I was just doing it as a team, just run runs. Yeah, I can do just earned runs as well. It's not that different. Just run runs. So run, the Nola starts. You got to take run. out. Let's see how many how many runs has Nola allowed? That'd be the easiest way to do it. That would be the easiest way to do it. It's like one or two. He's been lights out. Do you got it, BBD? I'll let you guys. What you guys? Six. Okay, six. six. So 84 minus six is 78. Well, how then many games has he pitched? How Three? many games has he pitched? Three. Three divided by 11. They're averaging seven runs a game when Nola's not on the mound. Not a good formula to win. That is awful. It's bad, man. There's a chance. Did Nola pitch last night? No. Okay, then we're good. No, Arietta did. Yeah, man. They, uh, I mean, they've got nothing out of the bullpen. They're they're digging deep. They called up that pitcher that everyone was talking about at camp. They called up Bomb. Like they are hunting, and uh, I don't know if they're gonna find it because their pitching stinks. Stinks. Miami at Buffalo slash Toronto, dude. I my biggest thing that the second game gets out of hand. It just gets crazy, and that's fine. Biggest takeaway for me is Travis Shaw looks like the good Travis Shaw. Um, his stats are there. And he's, like, in the middle of their lineup right now. And he was a piece they got for super cheap, man. Well, really interesting. Because he was terrible. Well, it was, like, an interesting, terrible year. Yeah. I mean, he's two two years above 100 OPS plus, above average player. And then he dropped down to a 44 OPS plus. Yeah. Like, Like, bad. He had to be so injured or something. Injured or, you know, the... Baseball gods get in your head, and then you that's, start changing stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. not just regular bad, though. Yeah. I mean, that's a sig- – and now he's back up to 136 OPS plus so far. He's been above average. So, yeah, good for Travis they, Shaw. They split two games. Uh, Big Nate Pearson gets touched up for the first time. Interested to see how he bounces back because that's just how baseball works. Mm. And then Mets, man, this was our sweep series. 
And Nats got the first two. Yeah, how about that? And then the Mets come back and split it, split it down the middle. That sucks. So that what does that leave the standings there? I mean, in the middle there, the Mets are nine and eleven. The Braves are eight and eleven. And the Nats are six and nine. So I mean, look at the Mets are climbing up. That division's kind of wide open for what we thought that division was going to be. It's not looking like it. Uh, four good teams. Not as of right now. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have to see if the the Mets or the Nats can kind of kick it into gear. And you know, with with this season, we saw it kind of happen in the NL West last week. If one of these teams can put a sweep together, like you're right back in it. You know, so they're looking for that. Good, good for the Mets for fighting back, man. Good, good on the Mets. Nats Soto's back in a big way. You'll hear about him in a little bit. Ooh, all right, let's move on to the Central. You leading us off? I will bat lead off, Jim. Do my best. Get on base, see some pitches. Kansas City at Cincinnati. There's a nice Midwest battle for you. Cincinnati takes the first game in 10 innings. 6-5 final. Joey Votto still doing it. He gets the game winner. Uh, and then Casey splits it with them. 5-4. Salvi Perez, dude. Is having a big year so far. Good for him. He's rolling. And also Brad Keller uh, for them. He's he's looked great so far. So they split two gamers. That's that's what happens a lot of the time there. Sorry, Braves. Chicago White Sox go to Detroit. Detroit takes the first game. How about Daniel Norris, Jim? Your guy. He's back versus Dallas Keuchel. Detroit, man. Getting off to a good start. Jacoby Jones with an inside-the-park home run in this game. That's fun. And, hey, good on the White Sox for bouncing back. Uh, The Eloy Jimenez dick-dropping tour has started, and we're excited for that. Tim Anderson, man, he's a star. He's a stud. I think he had four hits in one game. They were all over 100 miles per hour. He's been raking. Like him. Fun for the game. Good for the game. Cease outduels Boyd. We're officially on a Matt Boyd Stinks tour. Jimmy. What else happened in the Centrale? Matt Boyd does stink. Minnesota and Milwaukee teamed up to play some games. Minnesota is, uh, you know, round two of their Royals and Brewers only tour. Minnesota takes game one. Dobnak beats our good friend, senior Puke Hauser. Then they go bullpen game, and Milwaukee takes it. They started Clippard. I don't know if the Twins are good enough to go a bullpen game. Trev kind of said he was shocked their bullpen was holding up. I think it was May, and someone else gave up runs in this one. Lindblom gets it done for the Brew Crew. In game three, the rubber match, the Twinkies dominate. They win 12-2. Maeda versus Lauer, who stinks out loud right now. Mm. Someone in our pregame show was like, Lauer versus the Twins. Uh Uh-oh. And good call, because the Twins had their way with him. Twins take the series. The Cubbies played a two-game set against the Indians, and they just keep on doing what they were doing before the break. Lester goes six innings pitched, one earned run. Hendricks goes six innings pitched, one earned run. Cookie and the pen for Cleveland was bad. Mm -hmm. Every single pitcher that Cleveland ran out in game two of this series gave up an earned run. Mm -hmm. That ain't good, Jake. Mm -mm. Five runs, six for the Cubs versus Cam Hill in game one, so the bullpen just looking terrible. For Cleveland... Did we miss a game? Did we miss a game? I think we did. Let's see it. Let's see it. Which game did we miss? 7-2 on Wednesday. What series don't we have here? 7-1. No, COVID. 
Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're good. Wow, we're oh, good. We okay. crush it. You scared me. Me too. Cardinals are coming back. They play tomorrow or today or something like that? I think Saturday was the official. They've, they just rented 41 rental cars for all their players to show up separately. Is that what they did? Yeah, that's, that's cool. not a joke. Um, we'll see, Cardinals. That's cool for them. Yeah. Start playing baseball and stay clean. Um, man, I didn't realize those Indian two-game results. I mean, I knew the Cubs were rolling. I kind of forgot it was against Cleveland. Tough time to be an Indians fan, huh? Bad pitching. Bad pitching. <laughs> you just lost two of your pitchers. Plesak doubles down and <laughs> just looks so dumb. He doubled down? Well, did you see his video? No. Oh, no. He did a video while driving um, without a seatbelt on and tried to blame the media for the whole thing. Said, like, I'm being dragged through the mud, I believe was an exact sentence. So the media came back. Hey, never try to drag the media. <laughs> That's a, always a bad move. Wait, Police Act posted this himself? Yes. And he, uh, yeah. can I play it? Yeah, if you want. It was it was the big uh, thing yesterday, long? and he he got put but on. Someone else tweeted it. He like, got put on. It was from his Instagram or something like that. He's like, guys, I want to clear up the air. All right, hold on. Let me just play at least part okay. of it. Uh, what's up, guys? Happy oh. Thursday. So that you guys um, can kind of understand what's happening, so we can all be on the same page because the media really. Dude, pull over. Is, is, is terrible, man. The, the media is terrible. And they do some evil evil things to create stories and to make things sound better. Uh, makes things sound worse. And truthfully, I'm disgusted the way the media has handled this whole situation um, surrounding our team. And this is why, based on my, my feelings, I want to get on here and express the truth to you guys. And, and moving forward, kind of the, the learning experience and Maybe some things taken away from this whole experience. Does he say but, anything of substance at any point? Not yeah, really. Chicago. He talks about what he um, does with his friends and like the rules. We, we played the White Sox in a day or a couple of days prior to, to leaving for this trip. The MLB came up with these new protocols that required a curfew and, and some other things that. I think you're would good keep on us it. More isolated. He, um, the 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 biggest thing. Broker. Baseball cards, pick our top two dudes from each So he does have the seatbelt on. He just down, still you know, wears just the seatbelt like a child um, underneath his armpit instead of over his arm. Sure. It's funny. You, so, you do that when you're a little kid and it, like, chokes you, you know? You put it yeah. under your arm. It's still improper right, wearing, improper. but it's not as bad as completely off. The video. Curfew, I came back late. And again, case, I'm not you know here it. to say I've never filmed myself talking right. while driving. Sure. I've done that. So many, so many times. Right. But if I was in his situation and just got suspended for being dumb. Right. I think I would have the wherewithal to know, why don't I just pull over and make this video? Right. Like if McCutcheon, who's been loved as like the MLB silly guy for a couple of years, posted a 10 second video of him driving and like singing or something, there'd be a couple people that'd be like, you can't video and drive. Yeah. And they're not wrong. But we'd also be like, Kutch, doing it. <laughs> Please act in his apology video. You can't be doing it. And, dude, the biggest thing, A, he went at the media. It was his teammates who told him, you can't be on the team. Yeah, and, and like all the responses are, you told the same exact story the media released, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, you, what you just said lines up. Yeah, so he, he got killed yesterday. I mean, it's 
you know, young and dumb. He's How old is he? 26, 25, I think. 25. That's not young enough. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Not young. And we've had our young thing That's just before. dumb. Jesus, please, Zach. Yeah, I, well, again, and these guys live different lives. I mean, you know, a nephew of a former player, pitching prospect coming up. Like, I, so I, I think, again, baseball players, they get given their schedule. They live by it. They kind of don't live real lives that he went for it here and he ended up Looking even worse. So he he got dragged all day yesterday. Someone else was like, I understand he's driving and that's bad, but where's he driving to? Isn't he in quarantine right now? <laughs> I mean, it's it's just bad. So, yeah, now, now that I see that they lost both their games and now they're without Clev and without Plesak and what's going on in that clubhouse and now there's more drama behind it, bad times in Cleveland. That's so stupid. Yep. Uh, on the other end, the Cubs are rolling, man. Yeah, dude. The Cubs are really good. What they're getting from their pitching staff is silly. Is awesome. I'm happy for them. Yeah. In a way, like, well, no, I'm happy for them. Yeah. A lot of guys are playing good baseball, so that's uh, a thing to be happy about. They are. I mean, Darvish does it. Hendricks does it. Lester does it. I mean, and Darvish wasn't part of this two game set, but he did it yesterday in the in the next series against Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, you know, Chatwood had that blow up, but really, they've been very impressive. Yeah, and I think it was uh, I, I think it was foolish baseball. It was one of the Twitter accounts. They said Kyle Hendricks has only had one ball barreled this year, and they showed the clip, and it's just like a fly ball to center. So, uh, what about when he got blowed up by Pittsburgh? Hendricks? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, they just crushed him without barreling any. That doesn't make sense. Kyle Hendricks, Kyle Hendricks. Um, Cubs are rolling, babe. Or since he blew him up, not Pittsburgh. Rolling, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, Cubs get the 13 wins. One of three teams now, I think, with 13 wins. And they had a little bit of a delay. Only three yeah. losses. If you're a Cubs fan right now, you're a cocky son of a bitch. It's good times, man. You should be. Deservedly so. Yeah. Um, and then Minnesota, yeah, they bounced back against Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee still kind of hasn't found it, including last night, which we're not talking about, uh, although that was a lot of Darvish. But, yeah, man, that Lauer matchup, we were laughing on the pregame show. Someone commented, if you're a, if you're a le- especially a lefty, if you're a lefty that doesn't have it right now and you're facing the Twins, I mean, like, might not want to come to the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, he got blown up by Cincy as well. Lauer might not just... If you're Lauer, you might have to say, like, calf's tight. Calf's tight. It's a lower body thing. Lower body thing going on. What was his numbers last year? 4-4 ERA? Just a lefty. Yeah, he's a lefty. Twins are good, though. AWL. Twins have 13 wins? Um, Maybe. Twins have 12 wins. 12 wins. Dude, the AL Central is the coolest division right now. You got the Twins with 12 wins, the the Tigers with uh, are 9. You have no one underneath like a 420 winning percentage cuz even the Royals are <laughs> 8 and 11. Yeah, the Royals can hit. Uh they they've been sneaky and getting overshadowed by the Orioles keep keeping it going. Um Yeah, I mean, we'll see how the Tigers keep rolling, but yeah, dude, I I was saying it last week. I'm locked in on this Central. I think it's going to be fun. A lot of fun. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Every other division has two teams. Oh, I've got one for you, Jim. Yeah. Every AL Central team in their last ten games, 
It's five and five. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. It's silly. <laughs> Flip a coin, babe. Damn, that's cool. Uh, Pirates are going to be bad. The Cardinals haven't played yeah. at all. The Brewers aren't what they would hope to be, and the Reds still, you know, they got to win more. You know what I'm interested to see? Yeah, Reds, you got to win more, and we'll talk about you. That's the rule here. Cubs look like a wagon. Six-and-a-half game lead, man, short season. Uh, the Brewers, I think your biggest thing is you your te- your offense has been horrible, and you're still 7-10. and 10. Like, you're a series away from being okay. Yeah, that's and nice. And I think their offensive stats have been, like, atrocious. Yeah. All right, let's do the West Give me Coast. the West, Jim. In the West, the Wild West, the Dodgers played the Pirates. It was a four-game set, seven games out of the last ten days against each other between these two. Mm. Bullpen, seven scoreless in game one for San Diego versus Dustin May, who had a good outing himself, but Hedges, homers, Hosmer gets the RBI. The Padres take game one. Two to one. Game two also goes to the Padres, Jake. They win six to two off of a nice start by Richards. Six innings pitch, one earned run. Stripling gets in trouble with some infield errors mm. that lead to a Manny Machado brand slam. Then they traded for Alonzo. But the Dodgers came back. They take game three, six to nothing. Gonsolin plus the pen shut out the Padres. And then in game four, they win big, 11-2. Paddock gets blowed up. Urias pitches well for the, the Dodgers. Four home runs in the first. Mookie hit three homers in the game. He's in the leadoff spot now. More on that later. Seattle versus Texas. I was looking for a sweep or get swept series here. I wanted the Rangers to sweep so Seattle can just go to the basement. Seattle takes game one. Justin Dunn has a nice start for them. They win soundly 10-2, but Texas does come back and win the series. They win 4-2. Marco Gonzalez blows it for Seattle. Minor plus the pen deal for Texas. In game three, they win 7-4. Walker versus Lyles. They had a five-run eighth inning. A lot of hit-by-pitches in this game. I think it was like five hit-by-pitches in game three. I didn't really see any. One got disputed. Oakland and... The Angels. The A's and the Angels, the California A teams, met up for a three-game set. The Angels coming off being swept by the Rangers. They take game one, 10-9. Both starting pitchers sucked, Tehran and Manaya. Then the Angels take game two, 6 nothing. Fires versus Jake's dude, Bundy. Fires is bad. Bundy's is good. Rendon, Castro, Goodwin, all homer. All fires in the fourth inning, so bad inning there. Mm-hmm. Oakland salvages the, the series. They don't get swept. They win game three. Bassett versus Canning. They both give up four runs, but the Oakland bullpen outduels the a- Angels bullpen the rest of the way. There was 15 home runs in this three-game set. Just home run crazy. Colorado Rockies versus Arizona Diamondbacks. Similar teams in my brain. I don't know why. We had the Ray versus Gray matchup game one. Mm. Bad. Arizona wins 12-8. to eight. Colorado won the middle game. Gallon versus Freeland. Gallon of free milk. Both of those guys went good. Both pens tried their best to sabotage the game. Rockies hold on 9-7 win. Arizona wins the rubber match. Weaver versus Senzatella. Another high-scoring match. Arizona had five hitters with seven hits in a three-game set. They have five hitters with seven hits in a three-game set. Uh, Arenado hits three home runs. And then you go... 
to the Houston Astros going up against the Giants. They probably could have used a sweep just to get the things feeling better. They do win the series. They take two out of one. McCullers was nasty in game one. The game two went to extras. Slater and Crawford get it done for the Giants. And then Granke does his thing. He's having a lot of fun out there on the mound telling pitchers what pitch is coming, but still getting them out. Houston wins 5-1 off a big Maldonado home run in the sixth inning. Yeah, baby, ow. That's the West Coast. Rockies are in first place, but the Dodgers have more wins than them currently. Padres also still up there, man. The split with the Dodgers was good for them, 11-9. I think once they dip below 500, we may see them really struggle to come back, so I'm rooting for them to stay above. And then the A's are running away with it. They lose two games to the Angels. It still doesn't even matter. 13-6, four games up on first place. And it's a shit show the rest of the way. Rangers, eight wins. Astros, eight wins. Angels, seven wins. Mariners, seven wins. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the Astros kick it into gear. I mean, all eyes are on them for a lot of reasons. Um, Granky gets the rubber match. He looks really good, and he's being Granky out there and having a blast. I mean, it, when Dusty Baker came to take him out after he started calling his own signs out there, he's like, He's like, Dusty, did you see that? He looked like an excited kid. It was yeah. it was it was really funny. And yeah, you're right. If you're an Astros fan, you after you lose that extra innings middle game, you're saying, damn, sweep would have been a lot nicer. You'd be riding a little higher. But hey, you know, get it going. Uh where else was I going in the West? Oh, my Diamondbacks. They take two out of three against the Rocks. I think the Diamondbacks, they're starting to win series. And I think they start the way they look at the West Coast standings, they just pass the Giants and they say, okay, we got them. Now let's catch the pods. Catch the pods. The Rockies are probably slipping down at that point, and then it's let's catch the Rock. So I'm still in on my D-backs investment a little bit, especially if Zach Gallen keeps doing what he's doing, racking up the John Boy stat. Um, and Dodgers, man, Padres take the first two. You're tied at 11-7. and seven. Both teams are 11-7, and seven, and then they just go bully ball. Mm-hmm. Um and six nothing, and then eleven two was the last game. So I think so, yeah. So yeah, they uh, they are still the bully in that division until oh, they Paddock are. got slapped around, man. Yeah, and it, we we were doing this on the pregame show a little bit. I think it's you know second time seeing them in a week, something like that. Maybe even third this season, not third, I don't think. But um, Paddock and Glass now have the same thing going for me. Yeah, they're too intense on the mound. Yeah, I think it hurts them. I feel like they gas themselves. And they put too much pressure when there's runners on. You just see them get so tight up there. Yeah. It's like. I, I think everybody has to find their thing, right? I mean, look at Zach Grinke, um and his career. I mean, totally different. But, like, Scherzer's as intense as it gets. So, I think you find it at true. a certain point, you know. But, I, you know, sometimes maybe you're, you, you're trying that. You know, like, I had a hockey teammate that liked being angry before games. So, I used to try and rage with him. And I was like, oh, my God, I yeah. play awful when I'm feeling like this. You, you got to find I your. I need to be joking and laughing. You got to find your thing, uh, Glasnow. You'll you'll hear about him later, and I, I think you're right there. Paddock, I mean, tough. He's good, but also that Dodgers lineup is crazy, and you see them back to back starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. And Paddock's and, been fine. He's allowed to have a game like that. And jumping back to the AL a little I'm bit. I'm just saying, and, like the intensity at some points, it's like, dude, notch, turn it down a notch. The, I feel like the team we thought we'd have to give up on, Texas Rangers. They're technically second in the West right now. Mike Miner gets a good start, which is big for them. Like, if Lance Lynn is doing it and they get Mike Miner back, now that rotation's coming 
together. Gibson's been solid for them. Is their offense doing anything? They signed Dietrich, Jim. First game, three for three. With a hit by pitch and a stolen base, I think. And I think that's a sign of kind of that they need more help. But if Willie Calhoun's been terrible, if he can get going, um, Todd Father's been really, really good for them so far. Gallo hasn't been special of late. So, you know, there's more hope in Texas. We thought we were going to have to write them off and not have fun with them, which we wanted to. They're back in a fun territory. Good. I like that. I said good. One last thing. Derek I'm, Dietrich, after one game, is ninth on their team in war. What is it? Point two. Yeah, I was going to say. So in the last seven games, Solak's been doing good things for the Rangers. Willie Calhoun's been doing good things. Todd Frazier. And Falafa. Maybe the key is having a beard on their team. Look at, look at who's having good seasons for them. Lance Gallo, yeah. Who's uh, who's that, who's that young dude? Right? In, who's that? No, no. Right there. Beardless. Kobe Allard. Who the hell's that? He's throwing the pill for them. I think he's got a couple starts for them. Needs a beard though. Nice. Does Gallo have a beard? Old, so he's young. Gallo's got a beard going. Gallo's stat line's so weird. Stay tuned for Slump Watch. Slump Watch. It's it's the weirdest stat line I've seen in a, in a while for a series recap. Let's do it. Bizarre. Let's keep it shaking. You got anything else? Um, no, that's all. I mean, the Padres are fun. The Dodgers are fun. You know, it feels like they're playing each other every night. Everyone else kind of, you know, I wish the Mariners, I wish the Mariners let themselves get swept. Okay. Just, you're not going to be in the race, so let everyone beat you and make it more interesting. Bundy dick dropping starts. Yeah. Continues. No, okay. it's still kind of a mess. Even the West is still... Pretty close. The wild, wild west. Besides the Giants, they're not going to be good. We rolling. Same with the Giants. Wild, wild just west. Do All right, let's move on. Second half of the show, we got standout performance. Standout performance. I think you go first on Friday. Yeah, I think I'm the the Friday guy. Jake, can I ask you a question? Yes. What was your standout performance over the course Damn, of the I, week? I took a real shot here. I took a real shot here, and I went with Juan Soto. Juan. Uh, he's a young ball player on the Washington Nationals. Four games set against the Mets. Seven for 15, four homers, eight RBIs. Four games, four homers. That's pretty good. He only had one strikeout. It was on a terrible call. Kind did of, you see he, sh- yeah, he Soto he shuffled the, it? did the Soto shuffle and got punched. His uh, face was so funny. And, uh, you know, he's Juan Soto. You're If you're listening to this, you know who he is, so I don't have to deep dive on some of that stuff. I think what's important and needs to be noted, like, you know he's got power. You know he's fun. Jim, the on-base stuff is getting silly. He's got a 404 career on-base percentage, and he's 21 years old. And, like, guys don't do that. I uh, I think I'm going to have to get into the Jakey stats later because you see young guys have speed or power, or batting average, do what they do. You don't see guys get on base like that. And, you know, obviously eight games because of the COVID stuff this year. He's hitting 414 with a 452 on base. Okay, you know, can only do so much with that. Better than having a bad start. But uh, five home runs and eight games to start this season. He's a monster. Uh, maybe the Nats can get get more into it and Soto can matter a little more. I mean, he's just stupid, man. He's just silly good. He hit a couple bombs. One looked like it almost left City Field, which people didn't know that was an option. <laughs> so uh, I'll go with one Soto any day. Okay. 
Thank you. Not Ooh. bad. I'm going with another guy who yes. hits who plays baseball, yes. which is similar. Mm. Mookie Betts. Big time. Mookie Betts had one of the better games you can have as a baseball player. For sure. Yesterday against the Padres, he went four for four with three home runs, five RBIs. He got hit by a pitch in his first at-bat. Bad move, Paddock. You pissed him off. Yeah. And then in his last at-bat, Jake, so he goes hit by pitch, homer, homer, homer. Yeah. And in his last at-bat, infield single. Yeah. Just to remind him he's got speed, too. Five tools. I can beat you multiple ways. I also love the the counts in which he got these hits. Mm. So in his first at-bat, he took first pitch fastball and then got hit with the second pitch. Probably thinking, I don't want to get hit again. I'll just swing at this first pitch. Yeah, yeah. Delman Young strategy. Yep. Told us, I don't like getting hit by pitches, so I swing at the first one I see. There's one close. Get me out of there. That's what he said on when he came on Talking Baseball. We interviewed best. him. So Mookie Betts swings at the first pitch, right? So jumps a first pitch fastball. Awesome. That's the first home run. The second home run, he's down 0-2. Supposed to be protect, change your strategy. No, they threw a high fastball. Boom, home run. The next at bat, he falls down 3-0. I think he takes strike on the 3-1, gets a 3-1. You get the 3-1 fastball. Then he gets to sit on it and just powers that. Mm. So two-strike homer, first pitch, then deep into the count, 3-1 pitch. Did it every single way. He had a talk with Dave Roberts about wanting to hit leadoff. He said, I'll hit anywhere, but I prefer leadoff. Yeah. They put him in the leadoff role last night, and I think he wanted to make sure that he stays there. Now, he's got a couple other games this season, batting leadoff. Mm. You know, I think Jock leads off when they face a, a righty. But who knows? Maybe he'll stay. He likes batting leadoff. He likes batting leadoff, and, uh, you know, I don't want to overstep my boundaries. Bat him leadoff. Yeah. He's he's awesome. That's a, It goes back to my old, old opposing team quote. If I'm the opposing team, you know what I don't want? Mookie Betts batting leadoff. <laughs> I don't want to see that to start the game. It's bad. So bad if feeling. you're the Dodgers, you should do that. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, you heard Rob Lowe talk about him this week on Talking Baseball, and they hadn't seen this yet. <laughs> like, they've just seen Mookie be good and play good defense. He had the crazy throw from the outfield last week. Uh, special, special man. And we'll, uh, yeah, The again, they added him to the Dodgers. Pretty insane. Yeah. Easy standout for me. It's a good one. It's a good pick. Three homers in one game. That's a standout performance. Hell of a pick. Thank you. 5-9. Yeah, it's awesome. Pretty crazy. All right, next up, in Fuego. They're nasties in Fuego. That means on fire, baby. Like, like Wago. Jim, I, uh, I was in the sheet mm-hmm. and looking at potential in Fuegos, and there's yeah. a lot of options. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of runs put up. I mean, between Coors Field and Boston and everything else, there's a lot of runs put up. But, Jim, there was something that jumped out near the top of the board, and I don't want anyone to be offended, and we'll get a couple other shout-outs, but I almost put down a stars-only rule because we had a lot of stars go off. Yeah. I saw that, but then I wanted to put the other guy on there. He deserved a note. He deserved a note. A note. You got a lot of stars on there. What stars you got on the Infuego? How about I'll take the third baseman, and then you could take... Take those other guys. Uh, Arenado, 8 for 12 with three homers. Yep. Take yeah. that. Good stuff. I'll take that. Uh, he, he can pick it with the leather too, Jim. Not a lot of people know that. Anthony Rendon. He's back. Tony Meatballs. He he goes 5 for 11, three walks. 
that Angels, they get a couple win against the A's who were hot. So a, a little credit to them. Uh, Dylan Bundy, Jake dropping. But uh, Rendon gets it going. Dude, I ch- the, the West Coast third basemen are silly. Who you got? Dude, it's I tweeted it out the other day. It's Arenado. I should so Arenado, Justin Turner, um, Eduardo Escobar is like by far the worst, and he's a good ball player. Um, Chapman. Machado, Chapman, um, and then you go to the the AL. Who am I blanking on? Rendon, Bregman, Bregman. Oh, Bregman. Kyle Bregman. Seager has had a really nice career. Um, like it's who's the Giants third baseman? Uh, Longoria. I oh, slump watch. I could, I could put Donnie Barrels there if I wanted to. Do it. He had a really tough game at third. But, yeah, dude, the West Coast third basemen are awesome. So, Arenado and Rendon, they're really good. Trout, 6 for 12, three homers. Yep. Still doing it. Beating out infield singles as well. God. Stupid. Real dumb. Bryce Harper, four multi-hit games in a row. Any hit for the cycle in the series. I just wish it mattered. They're yeah. so bad. They are bad right now. Seven runs on average in games Nola doesn't pitch. Mets, Phillies, that's or impossible to win. <laughs> like that's an impossible yeah. formula. Mets, Phillies, or Nats, figure it out. Jesus. Figure but Harper four multi-hit games in a row, good for him. And then I put Manuel Margot on here. He just because he was awful. Basically Jake. a shame to flame. Basically a shame to flame. But we took him off slump watch because we were like, we don't care yeah. about you. He had three hits in his first 36 plate appearances. Yeah. Three hits in his first 36 plate appearances. In his next 15 plate appearances against the Red Sox, he had 10 hits. Now, this is a case study that we can follow. Yeah. Is this the Red Sox are intentionally throwing bad pitchers out there on purpose? Yeah. Which they are. They would, you know, they've, with their actions, they've admitted to that. Or can you use the Red Sox to get hot? Or when you right. go back to another team, who do the Rays play next? Course field effect. Rays schedule. Bet it's someone. Jays. In, bet it's someone in the East. Are they Jays. going to Buffalo? Buffalo Soldier. Yes. So let's let's see how Margot does against that team. Yeah, that's funny. Um, the Red Sox effect. Um, yeah, and it goes nuts, man. I mean, two, he had 10 hits. He had a 733 on base percentage in the series. Player noted for his defense. Uh, he goes off. Good for you, Manny Margo. Trout, uh, hey, Oakland. I almost gave them my award for the end of the show. I almost said something about don't be too proud. Trout had no walks. Mm. Hey, don't pitch to that guy. <laughs> yeah. I hate, hate to spoil it. Don't pitch to that guy. But, hey, we, Rendon's on here. That's the whole thing we said all offseason. Get Mike Trout some help. And if you're forced to pitch to him, you're done. You're done. Don't. He's good. He's good for a reason. All right. Still good. I th- I threw the pitchers don't get enough love sometime in Fuego when the, the hitters turn it on. Dylan Bundy, Dick Dropping Tour. Aaron Nola, we kind of couldn't talk about him. He was a weird Monday series ender, but eight innings pitch. And then uh, wrote down Darvish, but we'll save him for next time technically. So. Mostly, da, da, da. mostly Bundy with his dick on my shoulder the whole season. Nola's putting Nola's pretty good. So we keep ripping the Phillies. We'll just give Nola some credit. Nola, Every, Phillies pitching outside of Nola. Is Wheeler still okay? I don't know. According to those numbers, no. <laughs> well, that it might be even funnier if Zach Wheeler is okay. Let's see. Clicking Zach Wheeler two eight nine ERA. So we're gonna have to do 
I'll do some. So their bullpen's just awful. I'll do some butter knife if you take out Wheeler and Nola, because that might be the worst pitching ever. It's like nine runs. BBD's interested, so we'll we'll get him going later. Um, Damn. What do you want to do? A little race to 20, kid? Race to 20 got fun. Race to 20. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Presented by Roosevelt. Roosevelt's teamed up, with, teamed up with us to keep track of the race to 20. Will someone hit 20 home runs in the shortened season? That was Vegas's over and under. We hammered the over. I'm very happy with the way we handled this bet Free because money. it's getting fun. And last week, Jake... Tatis shot up the leaderboard, and he was tied with Judge. And we said, let's get all the stars up there. And you were calling, like, I want this leaderboard to be stocked with stars. And you know who climbed his way up? Colin Moran. Nope. He did hit one. He did did hit one. Okay, no. (laughs) Mookie Betts. Yeah. He comes crawling up. Mike Trout. He comes crawling up. Jim, they they have it. Real Mudo. There's Arenado. Chapman. Stars. There's three guys tied at seven right now. It's Betts, Castellanos, Real Muto. Luckily for baseball reference, I think they have them in alphabetical order. So right now, the first four, if you check baseball reference, Aaron Judge, star of the New York Yankees. Like, totally forgot to even hit a homer because he gets hurt, and we'll see if he's really hurt or not this weekend. It was a laser, too. Fernando Tatis Jr., next Griffey, swag-wise. Mike Trout, (laughs) arguably the best player ever. And Mookie Betts. Like, that's yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Tatis has played 20 games now. It's so pretty wild. So, that's easy math. If he does get to play all 60, mm. right? Yes. Eight times three. Eight times three. 24. 24. All over it. I did the calculator up. All over it. You played it safe. I, I took a I, mean, I knew it was 24, <laughs> but I was like, I can't fuck this I felt like out. I was playing on the edge there, yeah. Um, that's actually kind of scares me, actually. A little bit. I know what you're saying. That I just had a realization like, oh, that only leads to 24? Uh-oh. We may not be as locked as I thought. I mean, Trouder's got 8 and 15. Uh, we'll see how Judgy does health-wise. Mookie, 7 and 19. So... You know, the, these guys are still doing it. And JT Real Mudo, man. Oh, Trout's only played 15. Yeah. We're locked still. Yeah. Um, We're locked. Yeah, and you're right. Those The defensive third baseman wizards, Arenado and Chapman being tied, that's fun. Everyone likes linking those guys together. That's that's a fun race almost in and of itself. My um, guy, Matty Olsen, sneaking in there. Good for you, Mitch Moreland. Manny Machado's on pace. Feel like no, he's Manny... Not. He's played 20 games. He has five home runs. So that would be 15. 15. Not on pace. Sorry, Manny. Hit a big grand slam, though. Do it, dude. Do it. Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's Mitch do Moreland it. with 6 and 12 games. Good job, Mitch. Yeah. He had, like, that one Splatoon. stretch. Platoon in two. All right. Let's get bad. Let's get bad. Let's get, get bad. Slump watch. Mm, I dreamt slump watch. I yes. t- talked to you about Joey Gallo, and I'll just lead the segment off with Joey Gallo. Can I tell you what he did this series, Jake? He's been on slump watch. Tell me. He, we kept him on slump watch, and, and last series he went one for seven with a home run, and we were like, well, that's 250 with a home run. That's kind of what you asked Joey Gallo yeah. to do. Listen 
to his stats this series, yeah. man. He went 0 for 7 with five walks. Yeah. That makes his slash line zero. Zero, zero batting average. Mm-hmm. 462 on base percentage, which is great. Great. Zero, zero, zero slugging. Yeah. That's like, dude, that's a weird three days at the ballpark. Know what that is? That's, uh, and me and Trevor had this debate off air for a little bit, but analytics says that lineup protection isn't a thing. Show that stat line to the nerds. Because I bet if someone better was behind Joey Gallo, I think he might get a couple better pitches to hit. Because, um, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the walks was intentional. He didn't get a hit all series. Yeah. They intentionally walked him. I'm guessing the base was just open. If it's open, I, there's almost no reason to pitch to Joey Gallo. Isn't that a weird, weird stat line? It's weird. I mean, that's walks, strikeouts, or homer. That's I mean, we've had, a, we've had him on slump watch for three series in a row now. And his numbers on the season are still good. They're weird. But they're so weird. But it's what Gallo does. And that's what, if I'm Joey Gallo, I want to play the A's. Because apparently if they pitch to Trout, they're going to pitch to him. I mean, he's got a 130 OPS plus. He's 30. He's 30% better than the average baseball player right now. And he hasn't gotten a hit in a week. Yeah. He's gotten one hit in the last seven games. And he's 30%. I mean, and we've played 16 games. That's damn near half of his season. He hasn't gotten a hit. And he's 30% better than your average baseball player. He's got 11 walks. Rangers, you go out, get Dietrich. He's, you know, he's got some good stats against righties. He's kind of a future ball player. Again, <laughs> a, a very, very light Joey Gallo. If, he's, if he connects, it's a home run. Get another bat. I don't, I don't know who you got to call. If it's if it's the Yanks for some of their depth or whoever it is, get another bat. Give your starting pitching and Joey Gallo a little bit of help. Yeah, so that was an updated slump watch. I don't know. Do you want to keep him on or just take him off? I almost want to make Gallo watch. All right, so it's just Because it doesn't deserve to be slump watch. No. But it's – so, like, jo- Joey Gallo watch is a new segment on the show. Until it's not, it is. Are we taking Longo off? And just, like, don't care watch? Kind of. He gets a hit and a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Take a long go off. Okay. Goodbye. Tommy Pham. He uh, he goes three for 14, two walks. He did hit a homer yesterday. He's been on twice. I think he's off. I'll take him off. I think he's yeah. off. We're pretty lenient yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eloy Jimenez. He's <laughs> way off. Wait, how many homers? Uh, he had two. Last series, but they were oh, back-to-back and, games. Yeah, two and three days or whatever. And they, uh, he continues for me in the Talking Baseball Homer draft, so watch out. J.D. Martinez, I put him on last week because he went 0 for the last series. Dang. I said last series, there's no way he stays on here. Yeah. He goes 5 for 13 with two homers. He's off. He good. And then Miguel Sano, kind of the same story. He went 2 for 6 with a homer and three walks on base percentage. Pretty there for him. Oh, Jimmy, I've got... No I've, one stayed on. I've got another. Wow. How about that? Everyone that came off. Altuve? We never put him on. I thought he was on there last week. We threw Mad Bum, Lorenzen, and Altuve on late. Oh, we just don't have stats for him? Yeah. Well, Altuve can stay. Lorenzen, we didn't. He, he's the, bad. The world is watching Altuve, so he stays. Um, and don't, you know, Altuve, if you're listening, don't when you're hitting, don't think about everyone watching you hit. 
mm-hmm. knowing that you're mired in a huge slump coming off a cheating scandal. Don't have that in your head. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, clear the mechanism one time for us. When you're today. hitting, don't think about the cheating. Don't think about your slump. Uh-huh. Imagine if fans were there to remind him. Jeez, man. Literally cannot imagine. Um, what else was I going to You got some people say? in there. You put- yeah, I've, I've got some... Some new additions. David Dahl, he puts up an 0 for, I think it's 0 for 12, and the bigger thing around that is they were in course and everybody else is hitting. So that's a bad feeling. Um, start pressing a little bit. Friend of the pod, I mean, he'll get going. You, you start to wonder about core's effect. He hit the road. Um, Max Muncy and Jock Peterson. I think Muncy was like 2 for 15. I think Jock was either 1 for 11 or 0 for 11. Uh, both those guys, you know, hey. Get it going. But I guess Mookie can just carry you. Um, and then Ben Gamble, star of the Talking Baseball family, 0 for 12 this week. You put some hurlers on there. Yeah, Matt's has been bad. And I don't know. It's more like I wanted to ask you. Right. Like, is he just bad? I've never been overly high on uh, Steven Matt's. Yeah. But I think he's been, I think, two starts in a row now. It's pretty brutal. And the same goes for Robbie Ray. Where Robbie Ray always looking to get traded. So Matt's had a good good first game and a decent-ish second game against the Red Sox. The Nationals just blew him up. Oh, I was going to say... 13 okay. runs. In his last two games, Matt's has given up 13 earned runs. Robbie Ray's got a little more street cred than Matt's. I think we can leave them both on there. I'm interested. I'm interested in the story. Robbie Ray with uh, more street cred, better career than Matt's up to this point. Uh, the next guy totally deserves to be on here. Oh, I was going to say this, Jim, about the Red Sox tank before and J.D. getting off slump watch. If the Red Sox pitching is so bad, and they know that, and that's the plan, the other teams then use their bad pitching so the Red Sox hitters can boost their stats. Mm. So that's... That actually really scares me for the Yankees because they love using... Someone in the Patreon chat said the Yankees bullpen was terrible, and it's like, dude, you yeah talking about like Hale and Holder. Yeah, I've been good. Uh, not last series. Don't need them. They're not part good of the. Bull- the they're year, not part yeah. of the playoff bullpen. Jim, my guy. Uh, me yeah. and Trevor both hyping him up. Tyler Glass now. He's been bad. Yeah. No. No dancing around it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to like dance on a grave or anything no. because I like Glass now. His stuff is awesome. But I really, I really think not just you and Trev. Everyone overhyped this dude. Who has never done it? Yeah, for a full for season. For a full season, that's huge. Trev says he doesn't even want people that have only done it one year. He needs them to do it multiple years. Right. And then he's hyping Glasnow up, who had a good ten-game stretch. He's played a lot of baseball. Yeah, I mean, he. You know, there's the whole Pittsburgh thing. He's made uh, 44 starts. He's played in 83 games. He has a good ten-game stretch. His stuff is electric. He should be really, really good, but. Just not doing it. So I don't know if it's slump watch. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying people were way, way, way too high on this guy. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, I think he's trying to do too much, and I don't know if it's the hype because Jim, his K per nine this year is almost 16, which is like Chapman in his prime type stuff. Great. But he's really. walking the bases. Uh, he's got 10 walks, and he's uh, he's just trying to do too much. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see if it comes around. It's... Uh, I, I still think he's an absolute stud. And I think, you know, there are pitchers that take a little while to figure it out, especially yeah. if you're a 6'8 guy who's 
you know, tallest guy in the majors right now. But, yeah, absolutely deserves to be on Slump Watch. Figure it out. He's got the stuff to dominate the league. Yeah. So something's going wrong somewhere. Um, that's all I got, really. Yeah, I think that's good. Anyone get mad? Um, Strasburg got thrown out, so that ump got mad, but Strasburg didn't care. Strasburg tossed. He was happy to get thrown. I'll, I'll say this about it. I loved it. Um, obviously not from the umpire point of view. because Yeah, I, I mean, didn't include just, it in the breakdown, but they were yelling after every pitch. Yeah, but I'll say this. Uh, Steven Strasburg, a guy who's known to be kind of introverted, the whole thing was, you know, the, the guys on the team last year had to, you know, get him out of his shell and everything like that. I just love the fact that it's easy for us as fans to ignore how much a guy like that loves baseball. Like, if if you were to pick players screaming from the stands at umpires, mm-hmm. you'd take a while before you got to Steven Strasburg. Yeah, so I don't even know if it was him. I I, I want to I, I, what okay. I wanted to do was see if it was someone else yelling, and Strasburg just took it and was like, "I'll leave. I don't care. I got the most, I got the most money. I can pay this fine." Mm. But it could have been him. That'd be a hell of a teammate. Whoever was yelling for the Nationals was yelling after every pitch of that inning. That's tough. So, like, I understand that. I'm yeah. being like, just please leave. I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. It's miserable. Get out of here. Um, uh, yeah. Before we go to awards, uh, producer BBD sent sent over the stats. Um, if you take out Nola and Wheeler this year, um, the Philly staff is seven six five ERA in eighty innings, including the bullpen, or just the staff. Everyone, yeah, the, the, the rest of the staff, yeah. Bad. And Disco Neal had a scoreless inning last night for them in his pitching debut. So, oh, I should have given Gior- Giorme an award. Giorme, our guy, friend of the family now. Huge, all huge. You, all, all you have to do is send a retweet, and we like you. Eflin I, and Arietta both have ERA pluses over a hundred. Like they're not the problem. It's the bullpen. So it's full bullpen. Pretty much fully the bullpen. Tough. They're bad. Tough. All right. Should awards. We do it? Yeah. Awards. awards. Jake, you get to go first. I do. Um, Jim, I I wrote it on the sheet. I'm giving out it it. You'll see. It's it's going to two people. Okay. I, I don't normally like sharing awards, but uh, I'm giving up the Dead Duck and a Camp Counselor Award. Whoa. The Dead Duck and a Camp Counselor Award. The Dead Duck and a Camp Counselor Award. Uh, and it's being shared by Brandon Hyde and David Ross. Ooh. Brandon Hyde, when he took the Orioles job... Everyone kind of laughed and was like, hey, man, <laughs> like, do you know what you're doing? Like, this is a death wish. Yeah. The Yanks are hitting their stride. Tampa's awesome. The Red Sox, the Baby Jays, like, don't take that job. There's nothing. They're in full rebuild. Jim, they look really good. Um, and we went there to their spring training facility, best Wi-Fi in spring training. We laughed. They were doing pop-ups with with crowd noise on and we're like damn this feels like jv high school baseball stuff and you know we go they were easy to make jokes about for obvious reasons they are hitting the crap out of the ball i you know my thing was they hit lefties they're hitting everyone right now they lead the al in batting average um i think they're scoring five plus runs a game brandon hyde 
And more importantly, you know, what do managers do nowadays? They mostly babysit. Hey, Hyde had to tell those guys in a serious tone, like, believe in yourselves this year. And I think we would normally make jokes before the season. I think we made a ton of jokes about the Orioles. So good for Brandon Hyde for having a serious face. And now you could tell those guys, like, we're beating teams. This is not fluky. Santander's going off. They're catching platoons going nuts. Jose Iglesias. So good for Brandon Hyde for being able to do that with a straight face because I hammered the easy under. And then I threw Rossi and David Ross because the Cubs are going nuts. And I kept saying this, and I kind of fell into this take. Like, he was on their team. And I didn't believe in their pitching, so I was like, if this goes south, they could go south in a curry in a hurry. They've been great, and most importantly, I not well, it is most importantly. They've been like the best about the coronavirus stuff. Like they've been the example across the league. The Cubs? Yes. Um, I think they're the only team that hasn't had a case or something at this point. And um the whole thing from Joe Madden, and I was they said this on the broadcast, was, you know, Joe Madden was being Joe Madden, and the rules don't matter. We're cool. And David Ross, a guy who was their teammate, that's a tough thing to fall into. So I tied in the camp counselor because I think there's a lot of times you either have a camp counselor or someone who's your, like, you know, freshman coach who you're like, oh, that guy's cool, you know? They're 23. And then you realize later in life, like, oh, they're just a normal person. Like, are they not cool? Are they cool? David Ross has been great. The Cubs are playing good ball. They've been the best at following procedures and stuff, which is important, especially with a new young coach who was your teammate. So I think both those guys deserve love. Do you think Brandon Hyde would have been the Cubs manager if he turned down the Orioles job? Would be interesting to know. Uh, Do you think he thinks about that? No. I think the Cubs wanted a flashy hire. Like, I think if you put Hyde against Rossi, I think Rossi still gets it. But it'd be as simple as promoting the bench coach. Right, but you probably do it as like a clean and house type deal, you know? Did the Cubs, yeah, I wonder. I don't know if the Cubs cleans other house, but Hyde was with those Cubs yeah. for like four years or so before he left last season to go to the Orioles job. So I wonder if he thinks, huh, if I knew Madden was leaving after yeah. one more season, I probably would have stuck around. Well, I, I think he kind of did. Maybe the writing was on the wall there because we – you know, it was a storyline of last season. If Madden doesn't figure it out, his contract's up, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So good good on both them. You know, managers don't get a lot of love, and they shouldn't for on-field performance. I don't think David Ross gets a ton of credit for what Darvish is doing. <laughs> but uh, for following protocols and keeping guys in order, do you like what the Cubs' dugout is doing? Like they're kind of acting like a college baseball team a little bit, but not too far. I've been teetering on if I like it or dislike it. I think I like it. What they're they locked doing? in. They're just, they're really celebrating every hit. They're really celebrating every pitch. Not not over the top, not like dancing and inside out hats, but like if someone has a good take, you hear them like, yeah, good take. Like they're locked in. Well, I like that. Maybe they're always like that. We've just never seen it. I think, I think it's a Rossi effect. Could be. That sounds like Rossi. Exactly. My award is the 33 for three. 33 award. for three, Larry Bird. Wrong. Wrong. Hard wrong. Who is it, Chen? I don't know. There's 12 people in the league tied for most triples. Ooh. And one of them is 33-year-old Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce. Got that bold on the stat page. How about that? Yeah. He's old. He's not svelte. Bruce's old. 
he had a triple. He had a triple, and then I was like, "Damn, I wonder when's the last time Jay Bruce had a triple." And then I was like, "This season, yeah, couple." <laughs> it's kind of funny. So both his triples are like inches away from being home runs, mm. and he just must be digging out of the box then. Digging a couple funky hops. They they hit the wall and then they roll like back towards the infield. Yeah. So like it, it's getting a nice carom. Sure. But you got to be digging still. I yeah. Mean, you still got to be able to run a little. You're bit. You're six three two fifty. Jay Bruce. He was athletic back in the day. He's got like a old Przinsky vibe at the plate right now. Like you know, not the most toned up face, thick. And he's roping the ball, man. At twenty nine, he had six triples. Phillies maybe get one bullpen arm. Yeah. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Holy smokes. It's bad. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this app. The Phillies bullpen is brutal. Phillies. What do you do? And that's a bad feeling, man. That's like sweeps over a team. When you got a guy coming out of the bullpen. Oh, the pitching staff got to feel like, what? That's why at least the Red Sox aren't acting like they have starters. Right. There's no starters to disappoint besides Evaldi. Everyone else just like, yeah. That sucks. All right. You want to spin the wheel? Spin it, baby. Time to move on to elevator talk. We will choose a random team. I spin a wheel. If you're stuck in an elevator with this team, this is some. these are some topics you can discuss with them to make yourself sound a little more knowledgeable. The Braves. We have a lot of Braves okay. fans in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braves fans are very nervous right now with yes. Ozzy and uh, Cunha out. Yeah. Like, uh, that's not it's not a good time for them. They lose two to the Yankees. You've lost three in a row. You're on a road trip. Two of them are to the Yankees at the stadium who haven't lost as the home team at the stadium yet. So you shouldn't be panicked about that. Should you be worried about Acuna and Albies? Absolutely. Because they're stars. They're obviously main cogs in that lineup. I think the best news is we've been pooping on the Phillies all episode. They're um, playing them? The The Phillies don't scare you. Um, no, they're going to Miami. Um, but I'm just saying worry-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, who's behind us? The Marlins are still doing Marlins magic. You're going to play them. Go beat them. That'll make you feel better. Uh, you're still 11-9. and nine. The Phillies stink. We've been talking about that. And the Nats haven't found it yet. And the Mets are the Mets. So what's uh what's the Braves like staff now? I mean, you, you lose Soroka, you lost Hamels. So Max Fried's been incredible. You probably mentioned that in the elevator. Yeah, he's their Nola, but they have a better pen. Yeah. Um, you're worried about Tuki Toussaint. He had one good start. Now he's getting shelled. Uh, Kyle Wright, the number one pick, he hasn't given you much. Um, your staff's hurting right now. Your staff is hurting right now. Do you give Fulty the call back? Um, That'll be wild. You're you're hoping Cole Hamels can get healthy and come back. You, you're you're worried about the you're worried about the staff. You're worried about health. Dansby's been good. Yeah, Dansby's been good. But now that like Dansby was good for Dansby. Now with Ozzy and right. Acuna out, the one two has gone from um, Ozzy Acuna to Dansby and Darnell. That's a much different feeling. Jim, we've buried the lead. Okay, Freddie Freeman's been great. Johan Camargo. Oh, yeah, he, he doing tries to, it. I fucked the pitcher nonstop. Doing it on the baseball field. What? Look up, search at John Boy Camargo on the internet because he's making love out there. Passionate. It's weird. Silky. It's it's smoldering silk intensity. Kimonos. Yeah. So Candles. that's what you say to the guy in the elevator. You see Camargo eyeing down the pitchers? That's yeah. hot, right? 
You into that? You like that? I am. Hold on. Let me bring it up on my phone. No, no, look, look. She's trying to I fuck the picture. You into yeah. that? All right. You getting off at three? See ya. See ya. Have a nice day. Ding. Jim, know what's surprising? Know what's surprising, Jim? Yeah. Braves offense, second in run scored this year in the NL. They also are like a the they are the highest meatball swing mm. percentage. So that's a stat you can drop in the elevator. Yeah. Do you know that the Braves have the highest percentage of swinging at fastballs right down the middle? And then the person in the elevator will probably laugh at you and be like, all right. What does that mean? Is there any correlation to being good or bad? No, the Pirates are second. There's no correlation at all. <laughs> Darno's playing good. <laughs> Ozuna's playing good. That's big for them. I was kind of tough against him this offseason. If I'm a Braves fan, I'm still a little mad they didn't make the big splash this offseason. They signed a bunch of little guys. You know, a bunch of four-year, five mil, or one-year, four million, one-year, five million. That could have been another big bopper. And now with Albies and Kuna out, that lineup just looks different. Do you still? Another thing you can say, hey, do you know Jason Kendall? Well, he said Tyler Flowers was a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> on our podcast. On our podcast. So. What was the story he said that they charged Flowers with a pass ball? Instead of a wild pitch. Oh, yeah, he talked like, to the score. He ran into the scores, like, screaming or, like, very upset to change it. Yeah. And Kendall was like, you are soft, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a tough story. You about you care about that? Kendall's never. It was never, such good modern player versus Kendall has never cared about that. Kendall caught with a broken thumb. Camargo eyeballs, babe. Yeah. That is Elevator Talk. That's the show. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us for a little bit as we recapped the series that were. We will be back on Monday to do the same. Enjoy your weekends. Have fun. Stay safe. Tell your parents hello. Hi. Call your loved ones for yes. once in your life. <laughs>